0: The Bible says in the book of James, the fervent prayer of a righteous man or a righteous person availeth much. In other words, God, because he loves you, he will hear and answer your prayer.
1: Welcome to It's Time, the daily Bible teaching program of Mike Kessler, pastor of the River Christian Fellowship in Twin Falls, Idaho. Today, we're going through his series called Close Encounters with Jesus. So, get ready to follow along in your Bible as we join Pastor Mike.
0: You'll find that things will go along for a long time in your life, the same, the same, the same. And then one day, an unction in your heart, you'll call or you'll do something and your whole world will change. Your whole purpose of life will change because you are obedient to the call of God. See, a lot of times we want to put God in a box. We want to say, well, God, if you're going to change something in my life, I'm just going to lay here, eat my Doritos, watch TV and Have the phone ring if anybody's interested. But you know, when we get up, the Bible says, ask, seek, and knock, we begin to put feet to our faith. We begin to step out and see what God's going to do. We bring the blind man to Jesus. Jesus will heal him. Jesus will heal us in the process. Always remember what God will do for others and the impact that God made on others will also do something for you as well. And so he looked at him, and I like this. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands on him, he asked him if he saw anything. And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. What do we find here? We find a healing of God, but we don't find a complete healing of God. Hmm. That's interesting. I thought God always healed instantaneously and completely. No, and in fact, sometimes when we pray for people, maybe people that are sick, And there's an improvement, but remember, more prayer is necessary. I see this interesting because this is Jesus Christ here. And if Jesus prayed for the man twice to get his sight, remember, sometimes I believe we're going to have to pray several times. I've had people say to me, they say, is it wrong if I pray to God and ask him to do something and ask him again to do it as well. And ask him again, Is do it, am I denying faith because I already asked God? The answer is no. Here's a good illustration for it. There's a lot of people in the faith movement that says, well, once you've asked God for to do something, don't ask him again. Because if you do, you're saying, really, God, you didn't hear my prayer the first time. Oh, really? Well, what do you do with this verse? What do you do with this story in the Bible where Jesus... Touch the man twice to get healed. You know, I think a lot of times, a lot of us need to be healed twice or three times or four times. I think sometimes the healing of God in our life is a, over a period of time. One of the things you'll find here, we're dealing with blind right now, okay? If we go back to the previous story, and that's why I read it, you'll find something. He says, verse 18, having eyes you don't see. Isn't it funny that Jesus is just as recently as when they got out of the boat? Jesus heals a blind man, and just a few verses before, we find Jesus speaking concerning their blindness. I think sometimes God heals our spiritual blindness over a period of time. I just do. Because sometimes I can see God and I see God do something, and yay, God, yay, God, I'm so happy that you're doing and then God begins to have a what I call faith-growing exercise. <laughs> we don't like that. I'm an instant kind of guy. I like instant on TVs. and you know, I like old old radios. I got some old shortwave radios. I listen. I used to do that when I was a kid. Yes, I was a full-blown-blown blown techno geek, okay? Didn't have a, well, I guess I didn't have a pocket saver. I didn't wear glasses, so I had no tape on my glasses. But the thing is, I really like old radios. And, and, and I, I look at that in, in how uh, God and in, in, in the way we do things and our attractions and what we are. But I don't like the old tube type ones because I like instant on. Have you ever had to wait in line at a drive-up window like it? McDonald's or some other place, and you're sitting there tapping your foot on the floor and fiddling with the radio and all those things. I wish this guy, what did he do, order the whole menu? I find we're very impatient people. I find if my Internet takes more than about four seconds to load, there's something totally wrong with the Internet. I find that if I have to sometimes be inconvenienced in any way, I can become from a praise-based person to a grumbly person very quickly. Why is that? Well, because we're used to instant things. Instant on TV, instant Pop-Tarts, you name it, it's instant. I put it in, I give them my... That's one of the things I like about the county fair. You know, you go down the game row. And the guy said, step right up, throw a dart in the balloon, win a Cupid doll. You know, he's got a lot of stuff going on, okay? I don't like those rides. I like the food ride. I give them my money, they give me the fish burger. That's what I like about the food rides. No waiting, no popping a dart, no, no nothing like that. I just give them my money, I get what I want. That's good. But the problem is, God, when we pray uses time sometimes, and uses that time to endear to us his heart and his love. It isn't an instant on God. Yes, sometimes God does heal. Sometimes God does answer our prayer instantly. But sometimes it's over a period of time. And friends, this is where a lot of times people feel God didn't love me because he didn't answer my prayer on my schedule. And I do believe that sometimes in our life we do need a second touch from God. Maybe you might be here this morning listening on the radio or watching on the internet, and you're saying, I I think I need a second touch from God. Oh yeah, I know Jesus died on the cross for me. I, I know my name is written in the book of life. But God, I get impatient when I pray and I don't see it happen the way I think it should. What's what is it? You don't love me anymore? God absolutely loves you, but because he waits a little bit, there's two things I think God wants to do. One, it becomes a bigger answer to prayer when everybody sees what God has done for you. And number two, and I think this is really important, God draws us to his side and we spend time with him. Even sometimes in that petition, maybe even asking more than once for God to touch me, to heal me, I still see men as trees walking. I don't see it completely. God says, I'll work it out. You see, you got a loving God. You got a God that knows what you need. You got a God that understands that when everything goes well, I can leave God out of my life. Have you ever noticed that? How your prayers aren't very fervent when things are going your way? You know, oh God, everything's good. Car starts, washing machine, washes. I'm happy. But when those things don't work, or we find ourselves without a job, we're, oh God, in our, you know, we got... We, you know, we're wearing our, 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 our pants out because we're wearing holes in the knees because we're praying so fervently. And then when things go good, well, God, thanks for everything. I'll talk to you next problem. God doesn't want that any more than you do. Do you want someone to only come to you when there's a problem? Or would you rather have it where we go to God, as Jesus said, give us this day our daily bread, A daily relationship with him where we say, Lord, thank you that you know what I need in my life. And no matter what the situation is, no matter what, my relationship with you doesn't change. You see, this guy saw men as trees walking. And by the way, like I say, God's not limited to one way to heal somebody, first of all. And second of all, when we see this, sometimes it takes more than one prayer. Don't feel that God didn't hear you the first time because you pray a second time or a third time. Now, remember, this is Jesus. And he prayed for a guy twice. Where does that leave you and me sometimes? We might have to pray for somebody, something, several times, many times to see God's hand move. The Bible says in the book of James, the fervent prayer of a righteous man or a righteous person availeth much. In other words, God, because you love you, he loves you, He will hear and answer your prayer. So then he put his hands on on his eyes again, made him look up. So he probably grabbed onto his face and turned his head up, made him look up. That's kind of a weird statement. We find it twice in this story. I think he must have been looking down a lot. Have you ever noticed that People, because of the things of this life, the cares of this life, can affect your posture. You can be all beaten down. You can be looking down. I think this poor man was probably looking down most of his life. It tells us something else. He had sight at one time because he knew what a tree looked like. But then somewhere along the line, he lost his sight. And so he says, I see men as trees walking. I can see the motion, I can see the movement, but I can't discern the shape. Jesus didn't say too bad, didn't have enough faith. He looked at him and he prayed for him again. And the Bible says he saw everyone clearly. I like that about God. God's got a way of restoring you. God's got a way of restoring others through you because you're God's ambassador. Always remember, we're saved for a reason. We're not just saved to sit around and wait for the rapture. We're saved to be salt and light. And so verse 26, and he sent him away to his house saying, neither go into town nor tell anyone in the town. Now, why again is that? Well, there's a lot of commentary on these particular verses, and there's several in the Bible. One, Jesus knowing the rebellious nature of man will do exactly opposite to what we say. You know, you ever go up to a door, it says push, you pull. It says wet paint, don't touch. Gotta touch it. Gotta find out. Speed limit 55, ah, they won't mind if I go 57. It's the rebellious nature. So some people believe that Jesus would say this just knowing that it would well up inside of him and you got to tell somebody. The second thing you find sometimes is that, again, Jesus wasn't trying to cause attention to himself. What he was doing was ministering to people away from the crowd. I believe that's probably more in line of what it is. And he said, you know why? Because everybody knew this man was blind. He knew it was going to get out. What happened? How is it that you were blind and now you see? In fact, we remember one of the times that Jesus healed him. He said, when he went into town, all I know is I was blind and now I see. You see, God's touch through you in other people's lives is going to have a lasting impact. And I believe that sometimes when we have to pray for somebody a couple of times, it builds a relationship with that individual. And so don't ever think that God didn't hear your prayer because you have to pray for something several times. It just means that God does things at his own pace, at his own speed, in his own way. Let God do that in your life. This morning, perhaps you've had a touch from God. But maybe the cares of this life have caused you to see people as trees walking. In other words, you don't really see them as people anymore. You see them as, well, just a kind of a a movement out there. Maybe you need another touch from God. Because, you know, I believe if we don't see people clearly and see their needs clearly, we can find ourselves missing while we're still here that we're to minister to those very people that... Do not see the way they should. You know, the Bible tells us that, again, being an intercessor is so important. What an intercessor does is help somebody see when they can't. Help somebody be something when they're not. That's what an intercessor does. Aren't you glad the Bible says, Jesus said, you being of the world know how to give your children good gifts. How much more will God give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? And the Bible tells us the Holy Spirit is that encourager, that, that, that intercessor that makes intercession for us. Just as we have an intercessor, I believe that we can share that with others. You know, there's two things in the Bible that we find. The Old Testament, the Bible talks about the priests that were in the temple. And the priests in the temple did two things. One, they represented the people to God. And two, they represented God to the people. Now, this isn't just for pastors, friends, or Sunday school teachers, or some type of laity. It's for every single person that's called by the name of Christ. You represent God to people and the people to God. And one of the things you'll always find when you do this is that the Bible tells us that he's made, as Paul says, a kingdom of priests under the Most High. That's who we are. I believe the devil would like to do nothing more than to make you think you're less than God has called you to be. But God's got a purpose for you. He didn't just save you to have Christians on parade. He saved you so that you could be that intercessor, the ones that bring the blind to Jesus and that God would touch them. Again and again, as often as necessary. Sometimes in my life I have felt that, well, God, you know, you saved me, you did this. And then I start to see people as trees moving. I need to be touched again by God so I see people and their needs. You see, again, we can go from a generation of telephoto lenses several years ago to a generation of Selfies. It's all about me. We have magazines in the store called Self and Me and all these things. Rather than saying, okay, God, I'm here for your purpose. This morning, perhaps you see people as trees walking. If you do, I've got good news for you. God's everlasting loving hand will reach out and change you by simply asking him a second touch of God, a second filling of his Holy Spirit, a second wind, you might say. Yeah, I've had people say, well, I'm really tired, but then I got my second wind. Well, God gives us a second wind. God gives us a second blessing. God pours out on us. All the way through the Bible, you'll see where God did something supernatural in the second. In fact, Stephen, in his message to the Sanhedrin, Right before he was martyred, in the book of Acts, was explaining to to the nation of Israel and to the and to the the Pharisees that God has to do things twice for you to get it. Sometimes they miss their Messiah the first time; they'll recognize him when he comes again in glory. They missed Moses when he came to him the first time and he killed the Egyptian, buried him in the sand. And then they said, oh, are you going to try to break a fight up with us today like you killed the Egyptian yesterday? Moses realized he was found out and headed out for the backside of the wilderness for 40 years. They missed their Messiah. They missed Moses the first time. They recognized him the second time. In fact, all the way through the Bible, you'll see that it took two times for people to recognize. Well, why is that? I think we're a little hard to, slow to understand sometimes. But never forget, God continues to work with us this morning. If, first of all, if you're not right with God, you need to be touched by God's hand the first time for a healing for your heart. I believe the second thing God wants to do is that we see the way God sees in the world. This morning, if you've never prayed and asked Christ in your life, we're going to pray right now. And I would just invite you to consider, do you want another 10 years like you just had, or do you want to repent? Well, do you feel lucky? Here's why. The problem is it isn't going to get better unless something changes in your life. Well, you know, I'll just keep going back. And one of these days I'm going to hit the big jackpot and then everything's going to be all right. Yeah. And we just keep chasing our tail and chasing our tail and chase until finally they throw dirt in your face and you stand before a God in judgment. Or the Bible says we can say, okay, God, I recognize I'm not a cosmic mistake. I wasn't evolved sludge that you put me on this earth for a reason. And today I come to you saying, what is it? That's what I want to do. That's what a person born again does. Because he recognizes, she recognizes that she is not a mistake, but a divine creation for a specific purpose to serve serve your king. This morning, if you've never prayed, never repented, never given your life to Christ. Let's pray. The second is, if you are a Christian, but somehow... You see people as trees walking. You don't have the, the definition of why you're here. You don't see people for what they are. They're just an obstacle in the way rather than an opportunity to minister, to point people to the kingdom of heaven. This morning, I just want to pray a second touch from God for you. Let's pray. Father, I come to you in Jesus' name this morning. And I invite you into my life. I repent from the silly way that I have lived. Believing the lies of whatever anybody would tell me. And so from this day forward, I commit my life into your hands. And Father, I ask you, Lord, for a second touch. That I won't just see men as trees walking, but I will see them for who they are that I may be able to reach out to them and be about your business from this day forward. So write my name now in your book of life. Every day remind me of your love and your commitment towards me. And thank you, God, for filling me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus'
1: name, amen. Thanks for joining us on It's time as Pastor Mike teaches verse-by-verse through the Bible. If you've missed a program or would like to catch up, you can do so by getting it from the It's Time podcast in the iTunes store or by downloading it from the It's Time website at theriverchristianfellowship.com. On behalf of Pastor Mike and the rest of us here at the River Christian Fellowship, thanks for listening.